Welcome to the Purdue Commercial Agcast, the Purdue University Center for Commercial Agriculture's podcast featuring farm management news and information. I'm your host, Jim Mintert, director of the Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture. And today I'm going to be reviewing the results from the June Purdue University CME Group Ag Economy Barometer Survey of farmers from across the nation. Each month, we survey 400 farmers across the U.S. to learn more about their perspective on the ag economy. This month's Ag Economy Barometer Survey was conducted from June 22 through June 26. The index rose 14 points this month to a reading of 117. That's up from 103 last month and up 21 points compared to its um, April reading of 96. Uh, that still leaves the barometer index quite a bit below where it was uh, in winter before the coronavirus impact started to hit the markets. Uh, we had a high in February of 168, so we're still substantially below that, but it is a pretty significant recovery compared to where we were back in April. You look at the index of current conditions and the index of future expectations, both of them rose this month, and the index of current conditions rose from a reading of 83 to 99, uh, and that's also up 27 points compared to where it was back in April when it was just 72. Um, and if you look at the index of future expectations, it rose to a reading of 126, up from 112 a month ago, and up from 108 two months ago. So both of those indices rose this month, um, and both are up significantly compared to where we were back in April. But again, like the egg economy barometer, they are both still substantially below where they were in February before the coronavirus really started to impact the markets. Uh, the Farm Capital Investment Index rose this month to a reading of 60 compared to 50 last month and compared to 38 two months ago. So again, a very strong recovery over these last two months, but like the other indices, still below where it was in February. In February, the index, uh, the Farm Capital Investment Index had a reading of about 72. So we're still 12 points below that, but up 22 points compared to where we were just two months ago. So people are uh, much more optimistic about uh, whether or not now is a good time or a bad time to make large investments in their farming operation than they were two months ago. Uh, we started asking a new question in this arena uh, where we asked producers about their plans for farm machinery purchases in the upcoming year compared to a year ago. And we just started asking this question in March, so we don't have a lot of history here to compare uh, and so we'll be watching this question uh, responses to it quite closely over the next uh, year or so to, to get a little better handle on how to interpret it. But uh, if you look at the reading so far, uh, that first month in March, 55% uh, said they plan to uh, make uh, fewer purchases for uh, farm equipment in the upcoming year. Uh, in April, that percentage rose to 63%, rose again a little bit in May to 65% but in June dropped back to 56%. So consistent with that farm capital investment index, um, people are still not uh, very optimistic about making farm machinery purchases, but they are less pessimistic as I guess how I'd characterize that in June than they were back in April and in May, and really about back where they were in the month of March. Uh, one of the questions we almost always ask is about farmland price expectations. And we ask that two different ways. Uh, the first way is we ask farmers to uh, tell us what their expectations are over the next 12 months. And then we follow up and ask about their expectations over the next five years. And we always get a less optimistic view when we ask the 12 month question, but still it's interesting to look at those results. Farmers were significantly less pessimistic 
about farmland values over the next 12 months on the June survey than they were in either April or May. Uh, 21% of the farmers said they expected to see farmland values decline over the next year. That's down from 29% that felt that way in May and 35% of the respondents in our survey that felt that way back in April. So less pessimism about farmland values over the next 12 months. And when we asked the five-year question where we always get more positive responses, uh, they were noticeably more optimistic about farmland values. Um, back in May, 40% of the farmers in our survey said they expected to see higher farmland values over the next five years. When we asked that question in June, that percentage jumped all the way back to 55%. Um, that's close, not quite, but close to where we were back in February. In February, 59% of the respondents said they expect to see higher farmland values over the next five years. This month, it was 55%. So still down a little bit compared to February. But when you think about some of the other questions, that was a relatively optimistic perspective uh, and more optimistic than we were picking up on some of the other questions. But again, the direction is similar. There was more optimism or less pessimism, depending on how you want to interpret it, uh, on the June survey than what we were seeing uh, previously. For the last few months, we've been asking uh, farmers how worried are they about the impact of coronavirus on their farm's profitability this year. And if you look at just one category, uh, we gave people four opportunities there. One is to say not, all, not at all worried, not too worried, fairly worried, and then very worried. If you look at the very worried category, um, there really was a change. The first time we asked that question was back in March, and 40% of the farmers in our survey said they were very worried about the impact of coronavirus on their farm's profitability. That's been declining a bit the last several months, and this month, that dropped all the way back to 27%. So we have seen a change there. Farmers are still concerned about the impact of coronavirus on their farm's profitability, but somewhat less so than they were uh, just a couple of months ago. Then we followed up and said, as of today, do you expect your farm's financial performance to be better than, worse than, or about the same as last year? And again, I think it's important to have some history here. If you go back to the end of 2019, in fact, in December, um, just 30% of the farmers in the survey said they expected to see a worse financial performance uh, in the year ahead versus the prior year. We asked that same question in March, 40% said they expected to see a worse financial performance. In April and in May, over half, roughly 55 to 54% of the respondents in our survey said they expected to see worse financial performance than um, they had in the prior year. That percentage dropped back to 42% on the June survey, which is about roughly equal to where it was in March, still not as good as what we were looking at back in December. So um, I would characterize that as, as less pessimism than what we saw in April or May. Um, maybe a little bit more optimistic would also be a way of describing that, but clearly uh, people feeling a little bit better about things in June than they were in either April or in May. Uh, given the likelihood of, of significantly lower farm income this year, we've been asking farmers the last couple of months if they plan to ask their landlords to reduce their farmland rental payments for uh, 2021 because of COVID-19. So this question only went to farmers that said that they rented farmland. Uh, and if, looking at the last two months, there's been a little bit of a shift here. In May, 27%, so roughly one out of four respondents, 
said they expected to ask for a reduction in, in their farmland rental rate going in, uh, into 2021. On the June survey, 17%, so a little less than one out of five, said they expected to ask their landlord for a reduction in their farmland rental rate. So again, I think that's consistent with the fact that people were less pessimistic or maybe just a bit more optimistic in June than they were earlier this spring. Uh, the June survey presented us with our first opportunity to ask farmers um, about the coronavirus food assistance program, given that by that time, by the time we did the June survey, they were likely aware of the details of that CFAP program. And so we asked them, to what degree does the CFAP program relieve your concerns about the impact of COVID-19 on your 2020 farm income? 60% uh, of the farmers said they were either somewhat or completely relieved. And of course, that means roughly 40% said either they were uncertain, and that was 14%, or they were not at all relieved, and that was uh, roughly one out of four at 26%. Um, so that was interesting given the fact that that was the first time we had a chance to ask anything about the CFAP program once producers knew some of the details of the program. We followed up then and said, do you think it will be necessary for the president and Congress to pass another bill to provide more economic assistance to farmers? We've asked that question now two times in a row in the May survey and in the June survey. The May survey, 67%, uh, roughly two thirds of the response in our survey said they thought it'd be necessary to pass another bill to provide more economic assistance to US farmers. Um, in the June survey, keeping in mind the fact that the details of the CFAP program were known, that percentage didn't change much. It stayed pretty close at 64%. So slightly lower than May, but not much. Uh, and so really a lot of concern up out there, out there about uh, the need for perhaps more financial assistance. For the last couple of months, we've been asking farmers how concerned they are about the future viability of the U.S. ethanol industry. And we asked this question in light of the fact that we've had so many plant shutdowns and plant slowdowns, um, people were less concerned this time around than last time. Last time in May, 81% uh, of the farmers said they were either somewhat concerned or very concerned. On this month's survey, 73% said they were either somewhat concerned or very concerned. And of course, I think that to some extent reflects the fact that around the country, we're starting to see many of those plants starting to come back online even if they're not operating at full capacity, at least seeing, seeing those uh, uh, plant margins improve enough that uh, those plants are starting to reopen. And then uh, to learn a little bit more about changes in business practices re relative to the impact of COVID-19, we asked farmers a couple of questions towards the end of our survey. And, and that was, the first one was, um, as a result of concerns about COVID-19, have you increased the amount of business that you conduct online? And 41% of the farmers in our survey said that, yes, uh, they have been conducting more business online as a result of COVID-19. And we followed up and said, as a result of COVID-19, are you less likely to attend in-person field days, workshops, or other educational programs during the remainder of 2020? And just over half, 53% of the farmers in our survey uh, said they were less likely to attend those in-person events in 2020 as a result of COVID-19. So that wraps up our results from this month's Ag Economy Barometer Survey. Uh, you can get the full-blown report at our website, uh, purdue.edu slash agbarometer. Um, the next Ag Economy Barometer report will be released on Tuesday, August 4th. 
Um, and of course, uh, you can always subscribe to the podcast. Hopefully, you're already subscribing to the podcast. Uh, we do have an Outlook webinar coming up on Monday, July 13th. Um, that'll be at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And again, you go to our website, uh, purdue.edu slash commercial ag, and you can register for the webinar. So that wraps up our discussion for today. Uh, for more details about the Purdue CME Group Ag Economy Barometer, go to the website, purdue.edu, either uh, slash commercial ag or slash ag barometer. Either one will get you there. So thanks for listening, and I encourage you to share the podcast with your friends and colleagues. And on behalf of the Purdue University Center for Commercial Agriculture, I'm Jim Minter. Mm-hmm.